Radio Life Sciences podcast for a behind-the-scenes look into GSLS, made by students and educators for the scientists of tomorrow. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Radio Life Sciences. My name is Marke, and I work as a policy advisor for the Graduate School of Life Sciences. During today's episode, we will zoom into the possibilities for master research internships both at the university as well as in companies. We have invited three guests, all former master students who recently graduated from the Graduate School of Life Sciences. Georgia Avramidou, Lauri Kerkhoff and Vasiliki Gutiotti. Welcome to all of you. Hi. Welcome. Hey. Let's start with a short introduction about our guests. Georgia, could you tell me in which master program you are currently enrolled and in which year you are? Yes, so my name is Georgia Bramidou uh, and actually I just graduated uh, tomorrow. I am graduating from the master's uh, drug innovation. Yes, thank you for that. And congratulations to your graduation, of course. Lauri. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, so I am Lauri and I started the Master in Neuroscience and Cognition in uh, 2018 already and I graduated last January. Also congratulations to that and thank you for joining today. And our last guest, Vasiliki, can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Vasiliki and um... As uh, Georgia said, I also graduated recently from the Master of uh, Regenerative Medicine and Technology. And actually, uh, for me, it's the same. So tomorrow is my graduation ceremony. So you can also say that I'm on the second year of my master's. Thank you for that. And also congratulations. Thank you for your introduction. Like I said in the introduction, we are looking at the different internships you've been doing. The three of you all did an internship in the academic setting at the university and in a company. So my first question for all of you will be, where did you do your internships? Georgia. So I did my, my major internship in the, in the lab of Rose Maserel um, in the um, David David building in Utrecht University. And uh, then I did my minor internship in, uh, in Leiden for Mimetas, the organ on a chip company. That sounds really interesting. Can you tell me why you chose to do both an internship in the academic setting as well as in a company? Um, to me, working for a company was the reason why I, I chose the master's in Utrecht and especially the Drug Innovation Master's because it was really well advertised that there's good connection with the industry. So I knew from the very beginning that I would like to do something more applied and see a different sector apart from academia. So this is regarding the, the industrial part of my internships. And then I did my first internship with Rose um, because I was very interested in the technology that they were using. And I wanted to familiarize myself with that. That sounds really good. Vasiliki, can you tell me something about your internships? And Yes, so I did my first uh, internship, my major internship uh, at the RMCU uh, of Utrecht University. And uh, at the Department of Orthopedics in the group of uh, Professor Jos Malda. And then I did my second internship at TNO, 
which is located in uh, Zeist, in the Human Cell Biology Research Group. And for me personally, I really wanted to have all the doors open also for the academic environment and for the industrial environment, uh, because I'm still not sure where I would like to go. So it was a really nice opportunity for me to see what I like the most. Well, that's always good to keep the doors open, I think. If you're not sure what to do, you have still a lot of possibilities. And I also saw Georgia nodding while Vasiliki was uh, telling us this. Of course, the listeners cannot see it. So I guess, Georgia, this was also something familiar to you for your choice. Yes, exactly. I don't know about Vasiliki, but uh, for me, I come from a different country for my bachelor's. I did my bachelor's in Greece. And um, we have a very good theoretical background. So we have very intensive courses. But in our case, at least, this was not uh, the, the applied sector, the industrial sector was not so developed. So uh, I can really understand what Basiliki is describing about keeping the doors open. This is something that I didn't have any experience with. So I couldn't say that I would like to stay in academia or I would like to shift to an industry because I didn't know what an industry looked like. Thank you for explaining that. Lauli, can you tell me uh, if this is also something familiar to you? Yeah, definitely. I also chose to do an internship in both academia and industry to see the difference as the possibilities within academia are, yeah, well quite limited after your PhD, it's quite hard to uh, stay in academia. So uh, indeed, for me, that was also a reason to see what the differences are and if I would also like to work in industry. So I first did an internship in the UMC Utrecht Brain Center in the Group of Jeroen Passerkamp. And then for my second internship, I went to the Nonetuurcia Research in Utrecht. So uh, yeah, that was a really nice possibility to see the differences and uh, yeah have a first look into uh, how, it, how it works differently, yeah. You all sound very happy with the possibility to do an internship in the academic setting as well as in a company. I'm wondering, uh, you started first in the academic setting. Is that something that was a, a conscious choice or was it something else that made you do this? Lauri, can you say something about that? Yeah, um, I think for my master, it was uh, an obligation to start your first internship within the university. But I'm also really happy that I did do my first internship in academia because um, there was a lot of opportunities there to learn new things and to yeah really go into the fundamental research, which I really, really liked a lot. So I got the opportunity to learn so much there that I'm really happy that I uh, did my first internship in academia, definitely. Good to hear. Was that the same for you, Georgia? Yes, I think uh, the, the GSLS has this um, rule, if you can say it, that your, uh, your major internship needs to be in academia. I think it makes sense because uh, the environment is a bit more protected and more educational in terms of the fact that you don't have the stress to produce the results that the company sometimes requires. Nice to hear that at least the things that are obligatory are in a good sequence for all of you. We uh, heard already where you performed your internships, but I'm wondering if you compare both internships, what would you say are the two major differences? Vasiliki, can you elaborate on that? I think that um, when you're doing your internship in an academic institute, uh, maybe you're, um, you have more freedom, let's say, to perform, perform different kinds of experiments and maybe try something different by yourself. But then 
with a company, I think it's uh, kind of more uh, strict, let's say, because they eventually they want you to develop a product. So the procedures are uh, more standard. For me, I think this was the biggest difference. And did you like it that the procedures in a company were more strict or was it something that was quite difficult to work with? I think I liked it uh, because uh, like at my point of view, I think it was more organized, let's say, because every time we had to fill in different kind of forms for our experiments and everything was calculated. But I would also be open to having more freedom. So I cannot say that I absolutely liked it. Georgia, what do you uh, think are the biggest differences between the two types of internships? Two things come in mind. The first one is that things in industry work really, really fast. They are very efficient and uh, I mean, they have to, this is what they they do. But this was really coming from only academic uh, internships. This was really peculiar to see how fast things are going and how everything is taken care of by several people. So the level of organization there was really amazing for me to watch. And the second thing that comes to mind regarding industrial internships, which is the the confidentiality of the work that you do there. It's a bit weird because it feels like a super top secret uh, spy stuff. Sometimes it felt a bit uh, difficult not having the freedom to talk about your research to someone who might be doing something similar and that you can benefit from talking to them. But because you have this confidentiality issue, we cannot really have a discussion with that. So I think this were, these were the two biggest differences I, I found. It sounds like it was quite challenging, the business internship, uh, both time-wise as well as confidentiality uh, issues. But that's also good to know for our listeners. Lauri, do you have something to add to these uh, differences? Yeah, I think I agree, agree with most of the things that are already said. And one thing that yeah was interesting to me as well is that in academia, most of the time you're working to publications, while in industry, they're more going towards a product and patents. So indeed, the confidentiality part with the patents, that's also a, a really big difference, I think. Good that you pointed this out. Um, let's stay with you for a second. Can you tell me what you liked and disliked most about these two internships. What I liked from the academia internship is that I really indeed had the chance to dive deep into a subject. I really liked that. And I did get the same opportunity during my um, internship in industry. So I was really lucky with that. I don't have the feeling that that's possible everywhere because it really depends on the type of industry that you're in, I think. I'm working now for a client research organization, and that's a bit different. We need to get everything done in time for the client. So I think that's what I dislike a bit, that you don't have the chance to have a good look at your data and analyze it and go into the, the subject a bit deeper. Yeah, so it's a little bit more challenging time-wise, but you might also get more things done then in the end. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Vasiliki, what was your experience with those two internships? What did you like? What did you dislike? So for my first internship, the academic one, I really liked the fact uh, that, as I said, I was able to try a few things and if they failed, it was uh, okay because uh, I felt more like a student there because there were also more students 
Uh, but on the other hand, I felt like with my industrial internship, I had more guidance and maybe I was more confident during the experiments. So it's 50-50. And you say about the, your second internship, you had more confidence. Was that also because you already performed an internship before? Maybe this could also be a reason, but um, I really think that my uh, supervisor at the industrial internship, she was really nice. And the guidance that she gave me was excellent. And she also made me feel very confident about what I was doing. I'm happy to hear that. It's nice that someone who guides you can give you this confidence and help you. Georgia, can you also relate to this? Yes, definitely. I think I have a very similar experience with Facility. For me, what I enjoyed uh, for both internships was that when you have good supervision and uh, colleagues that not only care about the result, but also take care of you as a, as a person, as a colleague, I think you can do great things, even if that doesn't result in a product or a publication. For me, I was lucky to have both of the times people around that really took care of my well-being and also helped me develop further. So this was one thing that was common for both of my internships. And um, yeah, one thing that I didn't really like, I think Laurie um, put it very well, especially for my internship in Mimetas. Of course, it's a company, they do really relevant research, really applied research. For my internship there, I really wish I had twice as much time as we had. So those six months went by really quickly. Of course, we also had COVID. Uh, but um, yeah, I think I would like more time as well. Time is a very important thing I already hear from the three of you, especially with the business internships, because the pace is, is faster and they like to deliver products quite fast. Let's go to the next question. Was it helpful to gain both perspectives from business and academia? I already heard a couple of things about it from all of you, but I would like to know if there were, were things during the internship that helped you as a person. Yeah, I think we discussed it a bit already, but time management is something that I really learned during my industry internship and which I still use in my job now, uh, which is really important. Uh, and you learned this especially during the business internship or was it also during the academic one? Yeah, also during the academic one already. But I do think that during my industry internship, um, I actually started making a planning <laughs> adhering to it well during my first internship I was also searching a bit on how to work in the lab because it's your first internship of course um so yeah making a planning and actually adhering to it and time-wise knowing how much time things take that's something that I really yeah started doing better <laughs> during my second internship yeah Yes, and it was probably necessary to perform it in the right way to uh, to keep track on time, I guess. Georgia, what was your personal development during these internships? Um, regarding the, the academic internship, I really learned how to, to manage my own project. In academia, you have more freedom to, to go to the direction you want. And sometimes if uh, you work independently, then this is something that can really mess up with everything because you don't know where to focus so I think academia gives you a really nice um, crash test if you want to do a PhD afterwards like how to manage your own work um, so this was definitely something that I practiced for my first internship and um, for my second internship you definitely build a network it's a larger network and it's a network of people who are 
um, active in a field that you weren't aware of. So you have good connections in, and you have insights of things that you didn't even know before. So I would suggest that everybody does that. Sounds really helpful to have such a broadened network. Definitely. You can build up a nice network, especially if uh, your goal is to eventually find a job in, uh, in the industry. And also for me, regarding the academic internship, I think that I managed to deal with failure because most of the experiments do not work. So I think it's really important as a researcher to know how to deal with these and be optimistic and continue doing uh, what you're doing in the lab. So we talked about your personal development during the internships. It maybe overlaps a little bit with uh, your professional development. Is there something you would like to add to this, Vasiliki, um, that was something that you learned which will help your, you in your career? Um, regarding my first internship uh, in the academia, I think that uh, because there were also a lot of PhD students and we had really nice workshops, let's say, I think it was really helpful for me to uh, see how other people are preparing their presentations, which is a really important part uh, in the research environment. And uh, regarding the industrial internship, um, it was really nice, as I said, to uh, meet new people and be able to see what kind of jobs you can find after. Because I really didn't know that uh, with my master's I could do different kinds of jobs. Because in my mind, I only knew that if I go to a company, I can be a technician. But this is not the case. You can do a lot of other things. For example, junior scientist or product developer or um, consultant. So. It was really nice to see all these things. Yes, that sounds a bit like what Georgia was telling. It, uh, it broadens your network and it opens um, kind of uh, some doors to new possibilities. Really good to hear. Lauri, how was this for you? Is there something you would like to add to the professional uh, development during your internships? Yeah, I think I mostly agree with, with what is already said. Um, I indeed really like the fact that I could talk to PhD students uh, within the academia and to talk with, yeah, well, so to say, colleagues during my second internship and just discuss what are the possibilities after my master and really think about that uh, upfront before deciding what to do. Because indeed, I agree that before I started my master, I thought, that the only option was a PhD, and that's of course not the case. So uh, there are many more possibilities. Well, that sounds like a valuable uh, uh, addition of these uh, internships and the possibilities they, uh, they show you. Georgia, is there anything you would like to add to this topic? I, I agree with everything um, that's already said. Um, one thing that, I, that comes to mind was is really practical because uh, companies really do um, state-of-the-art work to, to stay in, on, on top of their field. So very practically speaking, you can practice state-of-the-art techniques that are really, really useful for your CV. And um, you can practice them in like a very good environment with very good resources. Everything is very organized. So you're doing really relevant research 
um, that's very useful for your next steps. It's a really good skill to have. Yes, sounds like you learned a lot from the last internship as well. That's good to hear. I'm wondering, or actually, I think I already know the answer for some of you, because we talked about the two uh, separate fields of internships. I was wondering if you guys think that it is a valuable addition to your master's program to do both an internship in academia as well as in industry. Fazidigi. It's very important that you are able to um, see different uh, working environments like the academic and the industrial one. And I think that we're really lucky that we got this opportunity through our masters. And uh, yes, uh, I think it kind of clears the image and what you want to do after you finish with your studies. So I would definitely recommend to other students to just, just grab this opportunity and also uh, perform an internship in an industry. Okay, nice to hear. Georgia, can you uh, add to this? Is there any specific type of student that you would recommend to do both an internship in academia as well as in business? I would definitely suggest this to someone who has no clue what's coming after their master's. So expose yourself to as many stimuli as possible, see as many groups as possible. And I would definitely recommend the industry to, to someone who is very result-oriented. I think those two types of, uh, of students. Then more on the technical part of it. Lauri, can you tell me something about where you found the information to find this internship outside of academia? Yes, um, I found my internship in industry via via. So um, I was lucky in that aspect that I knew someone who knew someone who worked there. So I think indeed your network here is very important again to find these kinds of internships because I know from some industries, some companies that they don't advertise it on LinkedIn. Uh, so then you really need to know how to get in or who to contact within the company to get your internship there. And Vasiliki, how was it for you? I also had exactly the same experience. My previous supervisor, she knew someone in the company. Uh, it happened that they were looking for students, so I did an interview. Well, that puts emphasis on uh, the fact that the network is a very important thing in this to find an internship outside of academia. Good to hear your experiences about that. Well, for the last question for yeah, going on to this topic from, for the internships, I would last like to ask you, all of you, where you are working now, if you continued in academia or you did or you went for some other job or what your plans are after your graduation. Lauri, let's start with you. Yes, so I'm working now in Leiden at the Charles River Laboratories as an associate scientist, uh, which I really like. The pace is really high. I learn a lot of things in a short amount of time, but I do miss the in-depth, um, yeah, diving into the scientific materials and the subject a bit. So, um, yeah. Georgia, what are your plans? Um, I am currently looking for a PhD. I think it's a it's really nice working for a company really opens door in, doors inside the company. So there's a high chance that you can stay there. 
Um, but the thing that comes next and to me personally was difficult was to choose to stay or to go. So to stay in the industry or to go back to academia. And uh, this was a more difficult decision than just uh, asking whether I should do an internship in academia. Um, yeah, so for me, for now, I'm uh, having some interviews for a PhD position. And um, I would suggest to everybody that uh, does an internship in different fields to just uh, take the time to digest and really think ahead into like what trajectory you would like to go and whether your next step fits into that trajectory. So if you want to have a, an academic career, then it doesn't really make sense to stay in a company. Thank you for that su suggestion. That will definitely help our listeners to also make a good choice after their master's degree. Vasiliki, how was it for you? What are your plans now? So um, I'm already two months into my PhD. So um, I'm staying in academia, at least for a couple more years. Um, I'm not sure what I would do next, but for now um, I will do my PhD at the UMC uh, Utrecht in the Department of Nephrology and Hypertension. And uh, yeah, so I think I would uh, like to have some more years to uh, find out what I would like to do after this, if I would like to stay in academia or move uh, to the industry. It's nice to hear that all of you uh, made a choice very consciously and also that you don't close the doors to maybe go back to the other side, if we can put it like that. And I'm also um, curious, maybe Georgia, you can elaborate a bit on this. Why in the end you chose to go and search for a PhD? Is it because maybe uh, you feel that you can always go back to industry and that maybe the, the time frame for doing a PhD is a bit differently if you start an industry and want to do it later? For me, there were both practical and uh, emotional reasons, if you can put it like this. The very practical reason, the first practical reason that comes to mind was that I think I've had enough of that uh, shifting around, like have six months there, two months there, work five months on that, and then three months on that. So um, for me, I really wanted to have the time to, to settle both on a subject and with a group and work on something that really have the time to work on something in depth, exactly what Laurie said. So for me, that was one of the reasons. And then um, one of the emotional reasons was that, so I, I'm an international, I, I'm not Dutch. So to me, it was important to have, a, to build an education that would allow me to maybe shift somewhere else. So um, within a company, I, this is what I personally really like about Dutch companies. So there's no hierarchy, first of all. And also you can, you can really evolve inside the company. Um, however, as an international, this was too much of a commitment to make to say that um, I stay inside a company and I, I want to just evolve within this company. So I think a PhD is a, is a title that, of course, if you want to do it, if you have the, the passion to do it, is a title that really gives you more broader choices to choose from if you want to shift somewhere in the future. Thank you for sharing your considerations in this. Well, I think we talked a lot about the internships themselves already. 
Now I would like to ask you all something more personal. I selected two questions from the Proust questionnaire, and I would like to ask all three of you these two questions. Lauri, let's start with you. Where would you most like to live? Well, I did my bachelor in Utrecht. I did my master in Utrecht. And uh, <laughs> I have all my friends there and my sports. And yeah, I kind of fell in love with the city center itself. So if I have a choice, I would really love to stay in Utrecht. Well, it sounds really good that you uh, fell in love with the city and you found your home, so to speak. Vasiliki, where would you like to live? I may also sound a bit boring, but I really love uh, Utrecht. And uh, yeah, I've been here for almost two years now. I have my friends here and uh, my work is here, at least for now. So I think I wouldn't change anything about my living here uh, in the city. Also, it's a really nice uh, place to live in. Well, that sounds really good. Thank you. Georgia, are you also going to stay in Utrecht or do you have different plans? Uh, I think I'm going to stay in Utrecht. But uh, when you asked that question, I think I was a bit more romantic. And I thought of a life where you have no expectations and you don't need to work. There's this island here in Greece. Uh, it's called Ikaria. And its people are known for living really, really long life because they don't stress at all. So, yeah, I think this is where I would like to live. Well, that sounds like a really good place uh, Yeah, for everybody to live. So thanks for the recommendation. It might get a little bit crowded after this podcast. Okay, the next question from the Proust uh, questionnaire is, who is your hero of fiction? Vasiliki. My hero, I think, would be uh, Professor Robert Langton. I'm not sure if anyone is familiar with uh, this character from a book, uh, Da Vinci Code. And I really like uh, this character because uh, he's a professor and uh, he's genius. He, he knows a lot of things and he can think uh, really fast. But also he's adventurous and uh, I really like this combination. Maybe I would also like to be more adventurous and I live these uh, experiences through him, through the books. Yes, that sounds like a really good fictional hero to follow. Thank you. Georgia, who's your fictional hero? Uh, my fictional hero um, had to be a girl. And uh, for me, that's, uh, I don't know if you know this cartoon. It's called Kim Possible. No? Okay. So it's basically this girl and uh, she uh, kicks ass. I don't know if you can say that in a podcast, but uh, she has these crazy skills to just uh, shut down all the bad guys. And she has this gorgeous like ginger hair. And this is what, something that I was watching while I was growing up. So definitely impossible. Wow, that sounds like a really good role model for, uh, for us women to grow up when we are young. Thank you. Lauri? Yeah, this is a really difficult question for me because I don't, don't watch fiction that much. But I think for me it would be Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory because he's indeed really smart and at the same time he doesn't care at all what people think of him and I admire that a bit. <laughs> yes, he has some good life lessons to learn from. Thank you. Well, then uh, we go to a last question for this podcast. We usually end the podcast with a book recommendation of our guest. So, Lauri, which book would you recommend our listeners to read? So, I just finished a book 
it, I think it's the first book from Nikki French. It's, uh, it's called The Memory Game. And I actually really liked it. It's a psychological thriller and it's uh, really easy to read. Nice book to relax. <laughs> it's always good relaxing during these stressful times during internships. Thank you. Vasiliki, what's your book recommendation? I would like to suggest uh, anything from Dan Brown. Yeah, I think that if you start reading his books, then you will be addictive to his writing style. So back to your fictional hero again. Yes, exactly. Georgia, which book would you recommend? So I was recently introduced to this English writer. He's called Jonathan Cole. A, a really nice and satiric depiction of reality. So he really talks about taboos and prejudice and really comments on that in a really funny way and also gives you a great uh, plot twist. The book is called The House of Sleep. This is the one I like the most. Well, thank you for that. Well, I think we've reached the end of this episode. So uh, I would like to especially thank our guests, Lauri, Vasiliki and Georgia. Thank you for your time to talk to us today and to elaborate on your internship experiences. And of course, I would like to thank all the listeners for listening to this podcast episode. Radio, life Stay tuned. Radio.